Welcome to another episode of Actually, This Is Not Advice. The podcast where we don't give advice, we just share our experiences. This is Nadia. And this is Vienda. So our last episode, we spoke about friendships and how meaningful they are, especially as multicultural humans. And we wanted to expand on that topic um, in terms of navigating changes in friendships, navigating conflict and holding nuance around the weather of relationships, the weather being, you know, the highs and lows and the changes. Um, And of course, also trusting your gut or your intuition around how we nurture and let go of friendships. You have some really gorgeous stories around this. So I'm going to hand the first part over to you, Nadia. (laughs) I don't know if they are gorgeous stories. (laughs) No, because something that really struck me, we spoke about this before, is what you mentioned about how conflict can can create intimacy and friendships. And that's a really poignant point that I wanted to circle Mm -hmm. back to and for you to share on because I felt it was so powerful and so important and so valuable for all of us because I think often or at least my conditioning from from very immature parenting was that when there's conflict that's the end of the relationship yeah exactly and I think that's uh it applies to any relationship right like Mm. to friendships uh, family relationships you know romantic relationships um and I think what you just said, you know, I think a lot of us learned this in childhood, like, mm. um, or didn't learn it. <laughs> we got this wrong message that if you express your truth, um, then you will be punished for it. So it's better to, you know, not express it. It's better to people please, to, you know, not tell the truth. Um, and we can't have, we can't create conflict because otherwise the relationship might end because someone will be upset you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it's kind of like conflict was um if there was conflict you weren't going to survive like you're going to be mm-hmm. shot out of the tribe and you weren't going to survive and so you avoid conflict at all costs and if there is conflict you sort of wash over it or put a band-aid over it but never really truly handle it and it's so interesting something that I've personally experienced is the more I've been able to hold space for conflict within myself and so this has nothing to do with other people but rather me navigating challenges and instead of avoiding the difficult emotions that came up with those challenges really sitting with them allowing myself to feel my way all the way through them until I came to the other side and was like oh okay so that's what that's how I navigate this kind of conflict and this kind of inner um, suffering or turbulence that I might sometimes move through when life is not the way I think I want it to be or whatever it Mm -hmm. is you know we create these stories in our heads don't we and then we create conflict the more I've been able to navigate that in myself with myself the more it's like a muscle isn't it the more I've been able to Mm. hold space for conflict in relationships with others and then because the universe loves to test me it's like did you really learn the lesson are you sure let me test you um (laughs) (laughs) 
I've had a few experiences in the last few months where I've experienced conflict in friendships, predominantly female friendships. Mm -hmm. And some of those conflicts we've worked through so beautifully and then others not at all. And it's so, so interesting how that happens. Mm -hmm. I would love... Sorry, yeah, go for it. Segue. Do you really believe the universe tests us? Because I'm not sure I'm on board with that. (laughs) That's my experience. So Mm. I do feel like when we're learning things or when we're moving through things, or maybe it just feels like a test, I feel like when Mm -hmm. I learn something new, often I'll get an experience that's similar to the pattern or the learning that I've just moved through and I get to practice Mm. and so that's what the test feels or looks like to me yeah I get to I get the sentiment and I hear a lot of people talk about it I think for me I want to reframe it as not like a test because getting a test from the universe or god or whoever you want to believe in Mm -hmm. um it sounds like an abusive partner, you know, where they test your mm. love or they test mm. your capabilities or they test, you know, how far you've like, it sounds like it just reminds me of that past life, the where I not past lives in the, in the spiritual sense. <laughs> <laughs> in my past life, when I was life. a nun. <laughs> but no, the, the life uh, I had a few years ago, um, which we will talk about on this podcast at some point as well. Um, I, I grew up in very conservative Christianity and um, it has all the patterns of an abusive relationship, including yeah. that God tests your love for him. Mm. So sometimes just that language around, yeah. you know, even something that's like different, quote unquote, like the universe, but kind of it's the same thing people believe same sentiment yeah same sentiment like so the language like really yeah it triggers me which is obviously my own problem to deal with but mm-hmm. um I wonder like if I can reframe them for myself for, for, my, for myself instead of calling it a test and like looking at it as something different well I fully appreciate that this is how you experience it of course mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know Yeah, I really like that you bring that up because there's so many different ways to perceive things. And I really, the reason why I love why you've brought it up is because Mm -hmm. it's so valuable to look at the way we're choosing to see and experience and believe things and Mm -hmm. see if that actually is for our greatest benefit. Like, is does believing that you're being tested by the universe, for example, Mm -hmm. actually? make your life kinder and better and sweeter does it support you or does it make you feel smaller Mm -hmm. and less than and like you're having to like live up to some impossible standard so I'm really glad you brought that up Mm, yeah that's a good point of reference as well um how does it make you feel you know Mm -hmm. um that's a really good point look we just had a little mini conflict (laughs) no it wasn't a conflict (laughs) it wasn't a conflict no but that's a beautiful thing to be able to have discussions where you have different perspectives and yeah and hold space for that for each other yes exactly and um I fully like yeah everything you said before it's it's it all comes down to the, your personal individual 
evolution and growth right like if you can do something for yourself you'll be able to do it with other people right Mm -hmm. like if you cannot be honest with yourself you can't be honest with other people yeah (laughs) Um, if you can navigate difficult things within yourself you will be able to do that easier with others um as well although obviously there's always another component it's the other person right so it does make a little more messy I guess You said something really, uh, when we talked about this topic that we wanted to record, you said something interesting about the weather of relationships, because we were both talking about, you know, those trendy posts on Instagram (laughs) Um, by uh, the Instagram therapists or whatever, who, (laughs) um, who just talk about cutting people off, (laughs) you know, cut people off, choose your piece. Um, when really a lot of the times there is no choice being made you're just avoiding something Mm -hmm. you're just avoiding um, communication you're avoiding sharpening your communication skills your conflict resolution skills all of that stuff right Um, yeah and so yeah we're talking about that which we don't always agree with like that sentiment of like cutting people off um unless you know yeah they cross your core values or something Mm. but then you yeah you mentioned you called it the weather (laughs) (laughs) okay well I mean it's such a nuanced thing of Mm. whether or not you should cut someone off but for me the weather of a relationship is that as individuals we're all going through our own stuff and our own things and we're moving through and we have moods like the weather is like our moods as well like some days I feel so extroverted and bubbly and exuberant and I can pour that onto people and that makes me feel really good and happy and other days I'm just like contracted and don't have the energy and I'm pulling away and I'm pulling and I do that that's like we could talk about attachment styles as well but that's like another conversation about like I have a tendency to disconnect and move Mm -hmm. away from people when I'm going through challenges nothing to do with them but because I kind of the way I handle my stuff is like I'm a wounded animal in a cave trying to heal I don't want anyone near me because I just need to like move through this thing and so that's kind of the weather of relationships and so Mm -hmm. sometimes in any kind of relationship there's times where you're really close and you're communicating all the time and you're sharing all of your stuff and you're like really in flow with each other and there's times Mm -hmm. where one or both people have pulled back or they're like in a different space or they're licking their wounds or whatever it is Mm -hmm. and that's the weather like sometimes it's like this and sometimes it's like that but that doesn't mean that the relationship itself that there's something wrong with the relationship itself yeah exactly and sometimes it's not even not just you know you're having a bad day sometimes you're having a bad season as well yes like yes right sometimes your friend is just going through shit like I like for example me that can take me as like an example last year was so 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 incredibly difficult for me the last three years were but last year and you know this you've been a witness of this in parts Mm -hmm. and it's been such a difficult year on all fronts like work-wise personally um my living situation relationships everything everything was just really really difficult and heavy Mm -hmm. and I felt like so annoying 
to myself. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't listen to myself whine anymore and complain <laughs> and be sad all the time, even though I knew, well, this is just, I have to live through this now and it mm -hmm. will be over at some point, but this is just how it is at the moment. Mm -hmm. I was just constantly so sad. And I was so aware that I must be really annoying to my friends as well. Um, and I'm so, I mean, obviously, you know, you're all, all my friends like are amazing and they've been this massive support for me in, in all kinds of ways, but we all get tired, right? And we all get exhausted and, you know, mm -hmm. even like of the people we love. And I was so aware that, oh my gosh, like everyone must be so sick of me. <laughs> and, um, and it's just so beautiful that through all of that, so there, there will be people who, who will say like, Oh, you know, if someone um, drains your energy, cut them off. Don't speak mm -hmm. to them anymore or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, sometimes your friend is just going, are they really, you know, an energy vampire or are they just going through something, you know? Yeah. And yeah. that that wisdom to know the difference. Yeah. Um, and also to communicate with your friend. Exactly. Um, That's so huge. And I want to say, like, you actually illustrated this so beautifully in part one of this friendship topic where you said sometimes you know people are going through hard stuff but you are too and you mm. love them but you can't hold space for them and you have to communicate that as well so it works yeah. both ways like yes like we're going to go through hard times and it's so wonderful if our friends can just be there for us as we navigate that and if they can't for them to acknowledge like hey I know you're going through a really hard time, but right now I don't have the capacity. And you illustrated that so beautifully. And that's another way that's just a beautiful example of how we can navigate, for example, the weather yeah. of yeah. friendships. It all comes down, I guess, just mostly talking, talking about it. Yeah, talking about it. Yeah. Um, even though it's very basic and everyone's sick of hearing it, but sorry, like that's literally what it comes down to. Um, oh, like, my goodness. Always just... talking about it. I'm in this phase at the moment where I'm really, really into over-communicating. Like, if you feel like something's not clear, just over-communicate it. And even say, like, look, this may seem really obvious, but I just want to make sure that we're totally on the same page. Like, this is what I'm feeling or this is what I'm yeah. experiencing. This is what's happening for me. I just yeah. want you to know, like, that's it. I would rather be over-communicated too and like just have everything on the table than to be feeling like, I'm having to like read energies or read between the lines or somehow magically know what's happening with that person. I don't know. None of us know <laughs> unless we communicate it. I am such a huge fan of this. Huge fan of over communication here. Again, guys, this is not advice. This is our experience. So yeah. we are we are fans. We're total fans um, of over communication. Have you ever cut someone off? Like completely. I'm quiet because I've never been like, that's it. I'm not friends with that person ever again <laughs> and like blocked them on every channel. I mm -hmm. have, however, allowed friendships to sort of dwindle away or fizzle out, as in that when I feel like there's not the reciprocation or um, equal contribution or I just feel like that relationship is not really mm. 
supporting me or or in the like it's just not working for me at that time I I stopped pouring my energy and time into it it's very so it's more Mm -hmm. like a decision you know what this does not feel good this makes me feel really bad Mm -hmm. and that might be me it might be them doesn't matter but right now I'm making the decision to no longer pour my time and energy into it Mm -hmm. until it feels different and maybe it never will and that's Mm -hmm. okay Mm-hmm. I think the only time I've actually really blocked someone was not friends, like people who behaved in- inappropriately to me on social media. And then once an ex-boyfriend who just couldn't, he just did not respect my boundaries, even though I communicated over and over again what I needed and he wasn't able to. So I was just like, you know what, energetically, I just need to create very clear blocks here and here and here because that person obviously doesn't understand when I tell them when I communicate with them yeah yeah how about you mm, fizzling out my favorite no it's not my favorite topic <laughs> you're like I hate fizzle I hate fizzling <laughs> out it's but well let me clarify this because I think I I make a difference in my head between two things fizzling out it does make sense to me if you're not really really close to someone mm-hmm. if you're not close friends like that has happened to me obviously as well if I've just met someone once or twice and I don't know, you just exchange a few messages and then you never speak again. Mm. Um, So that makes sense to me. Like if it's not a close friend, but with people that you've spent meaningful time with, um, like I just, that's something I don't understand. (laughs) I can't do it. Like I have to close things with the conversation. You need to have a conversation. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I have to have like a, let's, let's, close it even whether you stay or not in my life doesn't matter let's have a closing conversation what happened Mm. or you know I don't know I just I just find that so weird but yes I have to answer your questions I have cut people out of my life completely yeah yeah um not with like blocking them or anything um because I but you had that conversation like you know what this Mm -hmm. is not working Mm -hmm. how did Mm -hmm. that go for you like how Mm -hmm. did that work it was very disappointing <laughs> so because and and that it just that that conversation also just confirmed to me and showed me again why that person is not good in my life it's not a good person for me you know they're not a terrible horrible being they're not you know a bad person but they're just bad for me um so i yeah i had i had uh, three of those conversations in my life um in 37 years I think that's a good ratio (laughs) I think so yeah (laughs) so I've had I've had three of those conversations where I completely cut people off and say it's best if we don't speak again if we're just if we just end this here and two of these were friends of mine um and the third person was like a friend with benefit situation which obviously also was not not a good not a good situation um yeah I'm saying obviously I mean yeah for some people that works but it didn't for me and they were all very disappointing because well because there was a reason why these people were not right for me they they all um you know kind of didn't acknowledge um what had happened between us they were defensive they deflected or they got angry 
um, trying to change the narrative around. So it just the whole conversation ending it was such a disappointment because it showed we were just on different. But it was also a confirmation because, mm. because it's like you're mm-hmm. expecting a level of maturity from someone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who has shown exactly. you they don't have that level of maturity, which is why you're ending the relationship or the exactly. friendship. Exactly. And then you're like, well, <laughs> you know, they're like they're at least they're consistent (laughs) exactly they were very consistent until the very end very consistent so uh you know kudos to them for being consistent um you are a consistent asshole well done yes (laughs) exactly you're a consistent asshole um so yeah that that for sure that's true because like with all my my people my close friends right Mm -hmm. Uh, including you um when there's when I'm upset or when they're upset when there's some kind of tension like "Mm, what did you mean when you said that or you know that thing you did Mm. that's a problem for me or you know something like that like with all of my close friends the way we deal with that is by talking and you know we acknowledge it we're like oh I'm sorry that I hurt you with this um and then you know we we talk through it and we move on and we repeat it again when it happens again, you know? Yeah. It's just yeah. a very, like, adult way to do things. <laughs> and, and Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. And then, um, and then, yes, you know, sometimes those conversations are easy and sometimes they are harder, you know, to do, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. But because, mm-hmm. because there's this safety in my friendships, in my relationships, there's this safety with the people I've chosen that I know we will do, we can do hard things together. Yeah. Um, my friend Amy said this to me recently, which was so beautiful. Um, she said the safety of our relationship is not in the fact that I think you will never hurt me. It's in the fact that I know if it happens, we can deal with it together. Like yeah. I, I have that security. I know it. And that's yeah. the security and the knowing that I have with my close friends. I yeah. know that we can deal with hard things together. If we disagree, if we hurt each other, we will, we will deal with it together. So this in that knowing. And so with these three people where we had, I had to end, you know, our friendship, um, that wasn't present you know, this is a huge, huge friendship relationship value for me. Yeah. Um, having that emotional maturity, um, that ability to communicate, and they it wasn't present in them. So when stuff was brought up, and I'm talking with, um, you know, with two of these, like there was there was also like shit on my part, things that I had done wrong. So I wanted to address all of it. You know, yeah, like what totally. What, what was what was your stuff what was my stuff but they just completely um deflected tried to change the past story and got defensive and um you know put up a wall and there was no way of of speaking to them about it and so I was like well then the best thing to do I guess is to um you know to just um to just leave it yeah I think that's one of the most important things for me as well in friendship. Conflict is going to happen in every kind of relationship. Doesn't matter what kind of relationship it, it is, yeah. conflict is going to happen. So when the people in the relationship can agree on that, you know, conflict is going to happen and we're mm-hmm. both willing to show up 
to that conflict and resolve it together, that's what mm. creates a sense of safety, a sense of intimacy, a sense of longevity as well. It's not like, well, I'm just going to cut them off. It's like, I know that we can resolve conflict because we're both willing to show up to it and own up to it. And in every conflict, there's two people. It takes two to tango. You know, it, even when one person hurts the other, it might also be because the first person who was hurt didn't communicate clearly or whatever it is. You know, it's there's never, there's never one person who's completely innocent and the other person who's done all the harm. Yeah, I do agree with that um, to 99%. I think it's important to say, though, that our situations where it's different, um, like 1%, um, you know, like in abusive dynamics. Yeah. Um, I think it's important to mention for anyone who's like, I don't know, who's like going through something like the... Um, Sometimes I feel like that, you know, that notion of like, there's always two sides of the story gives abusive people, you know, like kind of a free card. Um, mm. Whereas yet the person that has been abused has allowed it, but because they were in a vulnerable space. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yes, yeah, sometimes it's not like a 50-50 situation, you know, sometimes there, totally. is, there is, yeah, an abusive part. So, I think, yeah, to definitely what you said to 99%, I totally agree. But there are some exceptions for sure, I think. Yeah. And I think this leads really beautifully because you have to be able to discern the difference between those relationships. Like if you're Mm -hmm. in an abusive relationship, that's probably a relationship you do want to cut out. And so something that we're asked often and we've discussed a little bit is trusting your gut or your intuition around you know, is this a healthy relationship or is it actually an abusive relationship that I need to like let go of or can I nurture it? Can I resolve conflict? What's your take on how do you know Mm. when it's just, you know, when it's conflict and it's a healthy relationship or when you're in a position where you're being gaslit or questioning yourself and Mm -hmm. uncertain around what is happening in the friendship or relationship dynamic oh my gosh that's such a good uh good thing like I actually I for so long I didn't know like I didn't know that this thing that is happening to me is gaslighting or when I was gaslighting someone you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when you're like invalidating someone's story or experience like I didn't know for so long like that this is what is happening um you just feel that ooh this feels wrong, right? You just feel it, but you don't know that this is actually what is happening. And um, I honestly, I think like trusting yourself and your gut and your intuition is such a muscle that you have to train mm-hmm. um, for, well, maybe some people, you know, they are born into um, slightly healthier um dynamics and families and they learn that early on but like for someone like me who had to um just completely mistrust her own feelings and body and just trust god (laughs) um Mm. i had to i had to really learn that i i am still learning that at my big old age i am still (laughs) learning (laughs) yeah i'm still learning self-trust and Mm. i think the last year and um, every, the things that happened last year with my friendships has really, really solidified 
the fact for me that finally, like I, I finally, finally acknowledge Nadia, I, you can trust yourself. Like mm-hmm. at the first sign, even if there's no logical evidence, just trust that feeling, which is a very, it's a very weird um, it sounds like very fluffy, right? And airy, like, oh yeah, you just know it's a feeling. But... Does it though? Because to me, <laughs> to me, you have to be the first person that you can trust. And so you need to develop mm. that relationship with yourself yeah. because yeah. nobody knows, for example, your heart, your body, your mind better than you. Yeah. So if you can't trust that, how can you trust anything? And how can anyone trust you? I totally agree. But like, I think like to other, or to me even, like years ago, it sounded like a bit not tangible. Like, well, what does it mean? But actually now I kind of know that that feeling is, is, is it, is it, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. And I hope that people listening have, I would hope they have experienced it as well, where you just have this, no, it's a feeling, but it's like your gut is a brain and it Mm. knows like mm. even if it's not logical but it, it does feel a bit like a knowing um and it's just there and it says yes or no That's How can, can you try and explain it like what does it feel because it's obviously this is going to feel a little bit different to everyone everyone has their own way of connecting to that gut or intuition mm-hmm. but for you personally what does the experience feel or look okay. like when you're having it okay cool okay I'm gonna tell you what it feels like for me and you tell me what it feels like for you okay Um, because I wonder (laughs) if it's like very from hearing from people it does sound similar but you know like for me when I feel that it feels very very peaceful and clear Mm -hmm. it just feels very like calm very verse um versus like my mind when my mind is looking for reasons to 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 do something or not to or whatever my mind is like really loud and in overdrive and hectic and anxious and and jumps from point to point but that gut feeling is just very very clear Mm. and very very calm Mm. that's how it feels to me Mm -hmm. there's like no logical reason but it's just it's just very very simple and clear that's yeah what does it feel like for you For me, that's why like when people call it a gut feeling, I'm like, I get it. You feel it in your gut. For me, it's much more closer to my heart. And Mm -hmm. the way it lands is kind of like a statement or or a sense towards something or away Mm -hmm. from something. So, Mm -hmm. for example, um, I have this weird thing where I can I know when, for example, I know when people have broken up without talking to them I can just like get this feeling and I get this feeling in my heart and it's like the relationship is over and it's that it's just a simple very clear precise statement there's no agenda there's no like Mm. it's literally just like here's some information you do what you want with it Mm. also for example Mm. when I'm in a conflict with a friend I might get an intuitive feeling around what the conflict is about again Mm. there's no agenda there's no nothing attached whereas of course when we're analyzing or creating narratives and stories in our heads, there's an mm-hmm. agenda to try and make ourselves be right mm-hmm. or yeah, exactly. feel better. Whereas intuition is just really, really simple, clear, honest, mm-hmm. gentle, mm-hmm. very subtle sometimes. It's not loud like sometimes mm-hmm. our minds can be. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it's just a sense, like, yes. And it'll, it'll be a message, like a piece that's landed. Like, this this is yeah. the truth. You do with it what you want. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, that's beautiful. That's the thing. Like, it does, it does sound like when you try to explain to people, it sounds like something that's not tangible. But actually, when you experience it, it does feel very tangible. Very. It, it feels like this very strong sense. This is it. It just, yeah. it feels very, very tangible actually in reality. And yeah, I'm just a very analytical person. So for me, when it comes to any people I meet and relationships and friendships, I always like give people the benefit of the doubt and give them all of me like immediately um, until they prove me different, until they prove me that I can't trust them. I just trust them, Right. I'm like very, in a, in one way, it's like very big Leo energy, like, yes, wel- welcoming everyone into my life. Come in, come in, yeah. come in. But I think on the other hand, it's also a little bit of trauma, probably to wanting to be liked and loved by everyone and stuff like that. Um, it's but- interesting that you say that because one of my really powerful lessons last year was not about trusting people like it, I, I can trust everyone like like you I trust people from the beginning but my lesson mm. was about not giving too much of myself away too mm-hmm. soon and my tendency and also it was a trauma response in the past mm-hmm. was when I met someone new and I had a good vibe with them I would just give so much of myself I would just pour mm-hmm. so much of myself into them mm-hmm. Because that was my conditioning. That's what I was taught to do as a small child, trying to survive a really dysfunctional family. And Mm -hmm. of course, that doesn't work. Because at some point, you're like, I'm pouring and pouring and pouring. And Mm -hmm. the relationship doesn't feel equal. It doesn't feel good. I like, doesn't. And it's me. Like, I need to take responsibility for that. And last year, it was very interesting learning to practice meeting new people, trusting them, but then also just not giving so much of myself away to them, really allowing them to meet me mm-hmm. and show themselves to me before I start giving so much away. And it's, it's been, I'm just so grateful that I'm actually able to practice this new learning in my life and not just be um, yeah. an intellectual thing, because often I feel like we know a lesson intellectually before we embody it and takes a while to practice for it to fully be integrated absolutely was that painful for you to integrate like you know like oh but I want to I want to give everything now totally because I would I would notice I'd be like being a new friendship or a new romantic relationship and I noticed that I'd want to just give 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 and I'd literally have to be like no I know you want to but just don't do anything. Don't like pull away. Just don't do anything. Don't act mm-hmm. on this like desire to pour into this person. Mm-hmm. And it was really difficult and uncomfortable because it was so different. But mm-hmm. in the long run, it showed me that it was absolutely the right thing to do. And it feels good to be able to do that now. <laughs> Amazing. It, again, it's a muscle, isn't it? That's mm-hmm. so, so cool. It's something I definitely still have to learn um how to how to practice that to you know not hold back just have like a a healthy balance I guess um Mm -hmm. between welcoming people in and just taking slow steps um in friendships and it's interesting because you know your intuition is already it's there Mm -hmm. it's just whether you 
listen to it I'm paying attention <laughs> with, to it yeah. it yeah whether you're paying attention whether you know what it is that that's your intuition speaking to you or whether you don't know and I realized with like these three friendships that I mentioned earlier all three of them had the same warning signs in the beginning and mm. um I felt when I met them the first time I felt really drained and exhausted and I felt this very simple nah they're not your people you know they're not I didn't want to particularly get to know them more and, and see them again mm. um but because they they pursued me they were like let's meet again let's do this do you want to do this I just agreed and I went along with it because mm-hmm. I was like well they seem nice there's no evidence for why I should not be their friend um so you know I just like slipped into it um even though my body already knew I just didn't really pay attention um to that feeling yeah it's so interesting and so I guess one of the practices that you're integrating now is trusting that feeling when at the beginning Mm-hmm. your body mm-hmm. says you know I'm sure they're a really lovely person but they're not your person to yeah. actually honor that and not just be like I should be friends with them because they're nice to me kind of thing exactly I should be friends with them because they're nice to me that's exactly such a good point like I'm flattered I'm getting attention um because th- those are all these subconscious stuff that's mm-hmm. under underneath a few layers as well isn't it like and so, yes, that's exactly what I'm practicing now. I've already practiced it like over the last month with two people. Yeah. Um, who, yeah. <laughs> who wanted to enter my life. One who wanted to re-enter my life after five years of silent treating me. Mm. Um, and it's been, I'm just, I feel really, really good that I've been able to, it feels so peaceful. It feels so peaceful that I was just able to say, no, thank you. Not for me yeah yeah that's really really beautiful I love it well was that part two of our friendship exploration I think so yeah yeah I really liked it thank you felt really good thank you well we'll see you guys we'll hear you guys you'll hear us next week